Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. There are so many faces. I just want to acknowledge Tim. He's here today. He was in hospital yesterday, but look, he's in the house of God and to Michelle as well. Um, Amazing people. But anyway, back to mums. Happy Mother's Day. It's so great to see you here. Thank you for coming into church today and celebrating. There's so many women here that have led, inspired, encouraged, um, influenced so many people around you, whether you are a younger um, youth person or you are more in your senior years, you have so much to offer and so much to give to those that are around you. I've been a mum um, 15 years. I think I'm celebrating my 16th Mother's Day and you might think, wow, she's too young to have a 15-year-old. No, not <laughs> No, but, um, but for me, I've been a mum for 15 years, but before that, I was a youth and young adult leader, and so I was a spiritual mum to those that were around me, and I loved my youth days, and I loved, um, I even remember when Elise was six years, six weeks old, we went to youth camp, and she came along with me, and it's been great to raise my children up in the house of God, and whether you have children or you don't have children here today, you are an amazing woman, you have so much to offer to the younger generation and to the older generation. Our key verse for today is this. Generation after generation stands in awe of your work and each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Or another um, version is one generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. As women, as men, as youth, as children, we have a voice to declare the great works of God to the generations. Anyway, so today Jackie and I are sharing, and I'm very excited for this. Jackie, she carries a deep depth a deep depth in the Word of God. She is a very detailed person with us emailing back and forth. I am not the detailed person and Jackie is the detailed person and we got very confused in our preparation for today. So I pray that we are clear and that we work well together because we have God and the Holy Spirit, which is amazing. Um, But let's get started. Jackie carries a great love for the house of God, a great love for people and um, carries a great authority in declaring who God is. But today we're preaching from Joshua 4. I'm going to give a brief overview and then we've got three points and from that we are going to declare how great our God is. So let's look at Joshua 4 verse 1 to start with and it's going to be up on the screen. It already is. Thank you so much Charmaine. It came to pass when all the people had completely crossed over the Jordan that the Lord God spoke to Joshua saying, take for yourselves 12 men from the people, one man from every tribe and command them saying, take for yourselves 12 stones from here out of the midst of the Jordan from the place where the priest stood firm. You shall carry them over with you and leave them in the lodging place where you lodge tonight. You might be wondering who Joshua was. Joshua was the leader that took over after Moses. Moses was the leader that led the Israelites out of Egypt on a journey to take them onto the promised land. As you may know or you don't know yet, but Moses never actually stepped foot onto the promised land. And Joshua was his protege. He was the up-and-coming leader that took on the call of God that he would lead the people to the promised land. So Joshua at this time... 
he had said to the men, so if you could just picture, there's this river. 40 years ago, they had crossed over the Red Sea with Moses and Joshua was there too. But on their journey to the promised land, they came to another river and they had to get from this side all the way over to the other side. So what he said was, okay, well, how to get across and there was a miracle that occurred is that the priests, they would carry the Ark of the Covenant. They carried the Ark of the Covenant, which is the presence of God everywhere with them. So the priest carrying this big ark went and stood into the middle of this river and when their toes touched it, it started to part and it made way for all the people to cross over. Now if you picture this, it wasn't just like men in formation marching beautifully across. It probably was a little bit chaotic. There would have been animals. There would have been livestock. There would have been children. And if you know if there's children, that's just like crazy already. So they're all crossing this river. So the men, the, the priests are standing in the middle carrying this ark. And Joshua said, take 12 leaders from each tribe tribe, and grab a stone, carry it on your shoulders as a memorial to our God. And then in verse 19, so we're skipping down, sorry Charmaine, I'm going everywhere. Um, it said, now the people came up from the Jordan on the 10th day of the first month and they camped in Gilgal on the east border of Jericho. And these 12 stones which they took out of the Jordan, Joshua set up in Gilgal. Then he spoke to the children of Israel saying, when your children ask their, ask their fathers in times to come saying, what are these stones? Then you shall let your children know saying, Israel crossed over this Jordan on dry land for the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan before you until you had crossed over as the Lord your God did in the Red Sea which he dried up before us until we crossed over that all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord that he is mighty that you may fear the Lord your God forever. What we're going to do today through our points is we're going to build a memorial to our living God and declare the goodness of God through our points. So let's welcome Jackie up to the stage right now. Alrighty. So um, for those of you taking notes, I'll just jump straight into the first point. Um, it should jump up here as well. Uh, so Rachel has laid the foundation for this story of Joshua 4, and we're talking about this memorial where um, these 12 stones were built. So my first point is, who are you declaring or um, who will you lay your stones for? So who will you um, have those stones laid in that foundation of that memorial, which will make more sense as we go through. So for me, um, something that I'm declaring and one area that I'm laying stones for is for the future generations. Um, a lot of you would know that Chris and myself, we lead youth and young adults, which is an incredible privilege. Um, we get to be big kids, so we get to have a lot of fun. And it's so important that um, in life, especially as women, um, and Lisa Bevere actually talks about this. She has this whole concept around, um, around godmothers. And she says that um, as women in life, and this applies to men as well, it's so important that you are living your life in such a way that you um, are a godmother to someone. So you, um, 
you are speaking into the life of someone that is of a younger generation to you, it's important to have peers, and they don't necessarily need to be your age, but people that are maybe going through the same season as you, that you can encourage each other through that season. So that's kind of like, if you think about, you know, someone that's younger, someone that is like alongside you, like similar age, and then someone that is older than you, um, that has maybe done, you know, many more seasons of life than you, that has a lot to impart into your life. So um, speaking to those future generations is so important. Um, and I encourage you if, you, if you are thinking of those kind of people and you think, oh, wow, there might be a gap there. There might be someone that I can encourage. I encourage you to, to think about that. Um, so yeah, future generations is the first one. Um, spiritual children. We don't have physical children yet. We will one day. Um, many jokes have been made in church, and I'll make it myself now um, to reclaim it, but we're just practicing at the moment. Um, so no, no babies yet. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we have spiritual children that God has entrusted us with that we get to pray over and we get to speak life over. And it's a it's the biggest honour that, um, that parents would entrust us to do that because we get to add to that foundation that they have for their lives and we get to, um, you know, speak into their lives where they might be chatting about school stuff that happened and we can say, hey, like, let's actually pray about that or, you know, situations going on in families sometimes and, hey, let's pray for that person and let's declare healing and let's declare that um, freedom is going to be over that situation. Um, and the third one is people who haven't met Jesus. So um, the salvation of others is so important. And that's a, that's a big um, foundation that I'm declaring over my family. Um, we have a heritage in one way of um, Freemasonry. And I mean, no disrespect to anyone who might have a family member that's been in that. But I'm declaring that um, the generations to come, they won't even have to you know, know about the curses that I've had to have broken off my life so that generationally we step into that bloodline which is blessed, which flourishes, where we declare healing. So as we declare that, we're going to start to build that monument. We're going to start to build those things up so that we have that declaration in our lives. So salvation. And we're declaring that there's going to be freedom. See, the thing is, um, there's Christians still bound as well. They're bound by the past, bound by sin, by trauma, by sickness, by family curses. But we can stand there and we can say that this monument is something that we look at and we remember the promises of God and what God declares over our life so that we declare, okay, in my family, we're going to have health. And we're going to have provision. And they're a bit heavy. And it's testing my lack of bod upper body strength today, but that's okay. Um, see, the thing is, I've been blessed to have people lay stones for me over the years. Um, and one of those people um, has been Rach in my life. And what I mean by lay stones is, I've had people who've stood in the gap for me. Some people might resonate with that more. 
Um, I've had people in my corner. I've had people cheering me on in life. My squad, my people. Um, I'm sure as I'm saying this, you can think of people who've um, helped you and currently still help you in different seasons of your life um, and support you in ways that will profoundly change your life. So over the years, um, I've had Rach support me incredibly and she taught me what it was to actually stand in the gap and to, you know, in situations where um, things might be stacked a particular way, but this um, passage of scripture, it declares that actually the way that things are set up, the way that it's stacked against, against us, like that's actually not, it doesn't have to be the outcome, that there is a different outcome when we trust in God. Um, so over the years, I would have Rach praying for me and um, I've known Rachel and Marty for about, I think, 13 years now. Um, maybe 13? My math isn't great. Close to that. But yeah, I would have um, Rach text me consistently and I would even laugh at some points that she didn't give up on me. I was in a very, season of my, a very different season in my life then. But it was about a decade ago and oftentimes on Sunday mornings I would get this text, hey Jackie, how are you? How's your week? Are you coming to church tonight? I love you. And just those words alone, they were monuments in my life at that time because I had given up faith for myself and my future. And I was in places where I was nameless, I was um, faceless, people didn't care that I was fast losing faith for my life. And there were times that I didn't even reply, Rach, and um, yeah, I would have that kind of um, lack of um, purpose that would give way to cynicism as I'd laugh and say, like, I can't believe she, she hasn't given up on me yet. Um, and I continually found myself in those environments where people didn't care how many drugs I'd taken and people didn't care that, um, you know, like I'd begun to lose faith for my life. Um, but as Rach continued to encourage me and as I, you know, began to read the word of again, uh, the, began to read the word of God again, um, I found that that purpose started to come back and where things were really, you know, swayed a particular way that I probably could have ended up being like every statistic under the sun. Um, God actually intervened in my life. And so my encouragement to you is, who do you speak over like Rach spoke over to me? God, give that person peace and strength. God, you have a purpose for them. God, please protect them. God, I know you can do miracles in their life. Now, you may not have run from God down the kind of dark roads I ran away from God, but I'm sure you can think about the people who've texted you, been there for you in tough times, um, when the odds were stacked against you. Hey, you're loved. Your life has purpose. You'll get through this. And I've been super blessed to have um, spiritual mothers in this church that have, have been there for Chris and I since we've moved here. People like Val, Maureen, Annie, Valerie and others who blessed us with furniture, household items, um, meals and kindness as we just moved here and kept forgetting that the shop shut at 5pm and 6pm. <laughs> um, and they were people that recognised that... Um, 
the weight of ministry and they, they welcomed us in and they continue to encourage us because they believe in the legacy that God is building through this church. It's generational. So I encourage you women, it doesn't matter what age you are, if you recognize that you can have influence, then do those things, say those kind words because um, wherever you are in life, there's always a younger generation that is looking up to you and where things are maybe like in a negative situation or they're unsure how to navigate, they look to you and they can see, okay, well, the promise of God is this because I see that from this woman that she is like declaring life over me, that there is a recognition that um, encouragement can be had there. So I encourage you to think about who do you speak over like Rach spoke over me. And point two, what are you declaring? What's on your stones? So we've gone through the stones here. See, I'm building a monument of faith to show future generations and adults alike that we serve a powerful God who has the power to set us free. I know because so much in my life was stacked against me. I was sure to become that statistic like I talked about. But God set me free the way God set the Israelites free. The Israelites needed to cross the Jordan. A flowing river presented an obstacle to freedom, but the obedience of a few faithful men to trust God positioned them in the right place and stopped the flow of the river. God did the same for Moses with the Red Sea, allowing generations to be set free from slavery from the Egyptians. And it's referenced in... Joshua 3 verse 7, it says, As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. See, people need to hear the declaration of the ways that God was there because I've had people, I've had older generations, I've had um, people that are peers as well, and they've told me the stories of how God was with them and so God will be with me. So now I'm in a position that I can tell the younger generations you're going to get through this and you're going to come out stronger because God's done it for me so he can do it for you. So who are you going to speak that over? Who are you going to encourage? You can do it because God's done it for me. Um, See, the stones were a monument, a reminder of God's power and faithfulness. Joshua 4 verse 22. Then you shall let your children know Israel passed over the Jordan on dry ground for the Lord your God dried up the waters of the Jordan for you until you passed over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea which he dried up for us when we passed over so that all the people of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So that declaration is for salvation for future generations. It's for health it's for provision and it's for freedom. It's a signpost of faith so that when there are struggles, we don't look back at the past and the neg- negative things to say, hey, like that's what happened, so I think it's going to happen again because if it's happened once, it'll happen again. And sorry, I lost my spot. Um, yeah. Um, A fresh declaration of freedom, Um, another story of faith to help guide, encourage and edify. So this is a story of the 12 memorial stones, but what's that story that you're going to tell? 
what is that memorial that you're going to speak, speak of? Because there will be obstacles like the Red Sea and the River Jordan that you're going to overcome. There's going to be people that God wants you to tell about your story of the 12 memorial stones in your life. And I just want to encourage you that some of you need to hear that the bonds of um, things like alcoholism or bitterness or unforgiveness that's trickled through your family, that can actually be broken. That things of the past that try to follow us into generations, that it's, it's not like it doesn't have to be a case of this is how it's going to be because it's always been this way. Maybe you've got to be that Moses or that Joshua in your generation and for your generations to come. Well, Moses, Moses minus the rock smashing section of his life um, for those that get that reference. But for me, there's a declaration of an identity in Christ because from a young age, that was shattered for me. It's wisdom that the generations that follow me and that are under my leadership, that they would have wisdom. It's forgiveness so that the bitterness that's been in my family, it ends. It ends right here because I'm standing in the gap for the people that couldn't and the name of Jesus has the power to break that. And the Bible, because the word of God is the truth. It's sustenance to you. And when I was in that place where I was coming through a lot of healing, I'd come out of some messy stuff, I'd gone through some really hurtful stuff, it was the word of God that set me free. It was those people that continually, day in, day out, went, you know what, I know you've been through that, but look at this, look at this. Say it out loud until you believe it. Declare it, because there's power in what we say, and the beliefs that we have and what we say over our life will become our reality. So I encourage you that, that this monument, it's... It's that signpost, so memories are important and what we've been through is so important, but sometimes we dwell on those things too much and they start to define our future. So this is a reminder that in looking back, we don't just say, oh, you know, those things didn't happen and we don't acknowledge them, we do, because that's an important part of your story. But I myself, I'm a living testimony that that monument can start to change the way that the past affects our future. See, I'm not the most eloquent speaker, but the fact that I'm on this stage is a miracle in God. You can ask Marty about stories of when we were in interns and we'd have to get up and we'd have to practice speaking. And I would get up there and it would be an empty, empty auditorium. There'd not be a single person there. And I could visualize the people and I would get up there and I was like, I can't even speak because I'm so scared and it's just my class that's here. But God has brought me such a far way because all of those things that would speak negativity based on what I'd been through, the more I read the word, the more that I started to declare the truth out of my mouth. You know what, those, those thoughts of worry, they're not completely gone. But do they direct my every day now? No. There's continual healing. It doesn't matter what season you're in. It doesn't matter. We all have those things that try to come 
and have oppression and ensnare us. And your story may be completely different to mine, but I'm telling you there is freedom in the name of Jesus. And I'll finish off with a scripture and then hand it back to Rach. But Philippians 3, verse 13 to 14 says, and the, the title is Focused on the Goal. And this is from the message. It says, I'm not saying that I have this all together, that I have it made, but I'm well on my way, reaching out for Christ who has so wondrously reached out for me. Friends, don't get me wrong. By no means do I count myself an expert in all of this, but I've got my eye on the goal where Jesus is beckoning us onward. My eyes on the goal. I'm often running. I'm not turning back unless I'm looking at this monument. I'm declaring, standing up, walking around my house, or I'm on my knees praying because there is freedom in the name of Jesus. Powerful. Jackie has a powerful story. Make sure you get to know her more um, and hear more about it. Point number three, what memorial are you building? So these stones were supposed to be an enduring reminder to Israel that this was a monument to God. So when I think of these stones, I don't think of them as a little teeny tiny pebble. I picture them as big like boulders. Have you ever seen a sumo wrestling on TV or have you ever seen sumo wrestlers or big heavy lifters? If you know heavy lifters or sumos, they can carry heavy stuff, can't they? I don't know any personally, but <laughs> have you ever seen them? If they're in the wrestling ring, they can even pick up each other, spin around and then throw them across the thing. Like These men, the leaders of the tribes, I imagine them to have had muscle and were able to pick up not just a little pebble, but a big stone. It said in the Bible that they had to place them on their shoulders. So was it one shoulder? Was it on their back? I don't know. But they had to build a monument that declared for nations to see. It wasn't just this tiny little rock pebble thing. It was so visual that it declared who God was. As parents, as mums, as wives, life is not always easy, is it? No, it isn't. Sometimes it feels like we're carrying these massive big boulders on our heads. It can be hard, but it is the greatest joy at the same time. Can I encourage you mums? Can I encourage you grandmothers? Can I encourage you spiritual mums and women? That children are the greatest gift from God. That your first ministry is your family. It's God first, but to raise your family is the greatest ministry of all. There's going to be obstacles. There's going to be seasons where it feels really hard and it feels dry and you're like, how am I going to get across this river? Only God can help me. I feel like I'm drowning. But can I encourage you that as you are a woman of God and as you build a memorial stone for God, that you're going to look at this and be like, you know what? I can get through because my God is great. So the men, the priests, wherever they went, they carried the ark of God. They carried it with them everywhere. They carried the presence of God with them everywhere. And as women, as children, as parents, as men of God, we carry the presence of God. It is available to us 24-7. It is there. And when you carry the presence of God, I believe that it brings a blessing over your household. In 1 Chronicles, it's not on the screen, it talks about a man called Obed 
Edom. And before that, the ark got to the temple, he held this ark in his home for a few months. And it said this in verse 14, the ark of God remained with the family of Obed-Edom in his house for three months. And the Lord blessed the house of Obed-Edom and all that he had. As women, as parents, as you carry the presence of God in your home, I believe there is a blessing over what you do. Now, this memorial was not just a reminder for the children. It was a reminder for the nation. This memorial, this stone, this this monument which they built, it would have been seen across the nations. The stories that the tribes would have told and it would have just gone across the country. Like, I just picture this, like, you know what, there's this person telling the story of the greatness of God and then this tribe, he's going over here and he's declaring and, and sharing the stories of how he crossed the Red Sea, that our God was with us. And it just went across the nations and the nations because it didn't just stay in this little cluster. They shared it because this monument was to go out to all nations. Maybe you're in your life right now and you're feeling like, hey, like um, I'm building this memorial, but I have not yet got to the promise. Now, see, these men, before they had even entered into the promised land, were told, grab the stones because we're going to build a memorial for our God before we're even there yet. So I want to encourage you, maybe you're in this place and you're like, God, like, I've got this promise that you've given to me, but I yet have not seen it. Can I encourage you that to build this memorial, start building stones, start being a voice to the future, because I believe that even though yet you have not yet received the promise, that we can still declare of the greatness of our God. You might be in this place and maybe yet not had children yet, or, um, and I want to declare over you today that your womb is fruitful. Your womb is fruitful. And I believe that who our God is, that he comes and he brings miracles into our bodies. Maybe you're in this place and you're feeling like you're a mum and you just feel like you're only at home. Can I encourage you? Your fruit, your children are an incredible fruit and a generational and declares like what you build with your children at your home. You know, in those times when you're like um, in the parents' room or you're in the room at night and it feels like you're just at home alone. Sometimes being a mum can be one of the loneliest seasons of our life. But can I encourage you that when you're in that room with your child and you're sitting by the cot for an hour trying to get them to sleep, can I declare, like, declare over who your child is going to become because your voice is building into future generations. So what memorial are you building? When people spend time with you, what do they hear? Are they hearing grumbles or are they hearing about the greatness of your God? When you're at the park, when you're at sporting events on an early Saturday morning in the rain watching your boys soccer or girl soccer, what stories are people hearing about you and your God? I have some stones here that I'm adding on and I, um, the first one is that I declare of the greatness of God. I've seen countless miracles that God has done in our personal life and I want my generations and I want our nation to know of the greatness of our God. That our God is never changing in this climate and in this world that yes, it feels like there's a lot of stuff going on but our God is one faithful God. He never changes. He is all powerful. He is almighty and I think, wow, if we look at creation, And what there is, how can someone not know that there is a God? When you birth your child, how can someone not know that there is a God? This is who our God is, all-powerful. 
But at the end of the day, this is what we're declaring, that He is God. That is the thing we are declaring. Whether we've seen the miracle yet, whatever our life story brings, He is God. And we will still praise the mighty name of God even if things don't go to our plan because He is God. And right now, I'm going to invite all the women in this room to stand. Whether you're a young girl or an um, old, older woman in your season. Because I believe that we have a voice in this place. And we're going to pray for you in a moment. But I just really felt that as women, to read the Word of God and declare who our God is, not yet gentlemen. Let's look at this screen. And if we can all read this together, that will be amazing. There's 21 verses, but we're going to do it. Because I'm declaring this over who we are and lifting up the mighty name of Jesus. One, two, three. I will extol you, my God, O King, and I will bless your name forever and ever. Every day I will bless you and I will praise your name forever and ever. Great is the Lord and greatly to be praised, and his greatness is unsearchable. One generation shall praise your works to another and shall declare your mighty acts. I will meditate on the glorious splendor of your majesty and your wondrous works. Men shall speak of the might of your awesome acts, and I will declare your greatness. They shall utter the memory of your great goodness and shall sing of your righteousness. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion, slow to anger and great in mercy. The Lord is good to all and his tender mercies are over all his works. All your works shall praise you, O Lord, and your saints shall bless you. They shall speak of the glory of your kingdom and talk of your power to make known to the sons of men and his mighty acts and the glorious majesty of his kingdom. Your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom and your dominion endures throughout all generations. The Lord upholds all who fall and raises up all who are bowed down. The eyes of all look expectantly to you and you give them food in due season. You open your hand and satisfy the desire of every living thing. The Lord is righteous in all his ways, gracious in all his works. The Lord is near to all who call upon him, to all who call upon him in truth. He will fulfill the desires of those who fear him he also will hear their cry and save them. The Lord preserves all who love him, but all the wicked he will destroy. My mouth shall speak the praise of the Lord, and all flesh shall bless his holy name forever and ever. Right now, Lord, I just thank you for every single woman in this place. 
I thank you, Lord, for the call that is upon their lives. I thank you, Lord, that they will declare of the goodness and the greatness of who you are for generations and generations. And Lord, there is a story in every single person's life, Lord. And I pray, God, that Lord, as they are sitting in their home, in their lounge rooms, at the park, that God, as they share the stories of who you are and the greatness that you have done in their lives, Jesus, that Lord, your name will be lifted up and people will be directed to you. I thank you, Lord, for all of these women and what you are doing in their lives. And we just bless them right now. In Jesus' name and amen and amen.